When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. From Browning and down goes Herbert. That is Eckler refusing to go down. This is a tie game. We're going to overtime. Nothing down the field for either offense. It's fourth down. Loose ball. And it belongs to the Chargers. The kick is good. And the Chargers win it in overtime. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Good morning, everybody. The ESPN app. We're on ESPN. You were presented by Progressive Insurance. Click more on the lower right-hand side of the app. Scroll down to listen live. You have us in your pocket live at all times whenever we're on the air. Good morning, guys. What up, baby? Another another dazzling Monday night football game. It was a barn burner. Really good. I watched it all the way to the end. Why are the Broncos always in prime time? Big, big, you know, a lot of he would say yeast after the Russell Wilson trade. <laughs> a lot of yeast. Yeah, yeah they they um, they signed Russell. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. I mean, they you know they signed Russell and TV executives in the league office bought into it. You know and. That's what happened. Let's ride. You have to give it to not just the Broncos. Oh, God. <laughs> you got to give it not just to the Broncos, but to the Chargers. Justin Herbert completed thirty-seven of fifty-seven. Passes, 238 yards and a pick. 56 attempts without a touchdown pass is an NFL record in a win. Imagine having Justin Herbert as your quarterback. <laughs> you can't have him throw it 56 times. How? Hold on. I said completed 37 of 57, and it says 56 attempts. That should be a record, too. <laughs> but anyway, imagine having Justin Herbert. You have him throw the ball 56 times, and you don't, you, don't, you don't put it in the end zone one time. So he threw it 57 times. For 238, a pick and no touchdowns. I, hey. Missing Keenan Allen. So, listen, we, we're going to get into it. How big a win is it for Justin Herbert? How bad a loss for Russell Wilson? But I think that the headline is really this year so far, Russell Wilson and the fact that the Broncos have underperformed expectations, and especially Russell Wilson, given everything they gave up for him and the money they spent, Key, has underperformed expectations here he is after the game on the team needing to play better. The, the reality is, it's just not good. That, that's not good enough. We got to be better. We got to be better. We got to um, play sharper. Um, we got we got to find ways to make plays. Got to find ways to continue to get first downs, touchdowns. Um, you know, it's a good football team out there, but but we're just as, just as good, if not better, and we feel like. And um, we got to answer the call. You know, it's uh, adversity is is, is uh, you know definitely um, you know uh, challenging us right now, but. Um, the only way I, the only way I know through, through it all is just continue to work hard and continue to believe. I th- felt like we felt like we should have won that game tonight, um, and so um, we got we got to look at the film and see what we can do better. Pre-recorded message from Russell Wilson. He'll use that for the rest of the season. <laughs> um, the, the, this Bronco team, as I said at the beginning of the season, there was going to be some challenges because they were just not built for a Russell Wilson situation when you when you have a team built 
you go acquire Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, you know, like like the Patriots, like the Buccaneers did with a Tom Brady. They acquired a guy because the rest of the team around him was pretty damn good. The rest of the team outside of the defense, inside of the ball for the Denver Broncos, they're not good with a new head coach that seems like he's lost out there a lot to me as he's calling plays and trying to figure things out. And Russell Wilson's just not seeing it clean. He's just not. I watched him in the first half, obviously. That first quarter, he was 10 for 10. He looked like, okay, he might be cooking here something up. But then the thing started as, a, as the game went on, he started to look different. He wasn't seeing it clean. I remember one time on third down, he wound up getting sacked. Guy runs a hook route underneath the ball. And the first thing you're supposed to do, your eyes are supposed to scan from right to left. He never got all the way back to the left. He never got to the middle of the field. He stayed right by the time he even thought about getting to the middle of the field. It was right in front of him. He wound up getting sacked. And I don't know if that's just a – it's new to him. He's not processing it properly. I have no idea. None at all. But he just – he looks – he doesn't look good. I, I can tell you that. How many times are we going to see the Broncos lose games because they lack the ability to produce offense? Right? This is the third game – this season for this team who is two and four where their defense has held their opponent to under 20 points and they have not been able to win. I don't know if Nathaniel Hackett is going to make it throughout the regular season. I don't because you're looking you at think he'll say, get his first year. He'll get fired before he, the season. He, he may get hacked. I mean, I, w- I would seriously consider it Jay, because about- it seems like there's, co- there's continuity missing. And last night to me, I feel like I saw a franchise quarterback. Now, Justin Herbert may have had, you know, 57 pass attempts and not scored a touchdown. But in overtime, third and 12, this dude rolled out with pressure coming his way, made a play that put them in position to score a field goal. And I, I know a special teams, a blunt blunder by them, right? Uh, the punt return that they kind of dropped and they fumbled, put them in position to do so for Denver. But it just feels like this always happens to Denver. And I know they're not down, not having Javante Murray. I don't know where Melvin Gordon was last night. I don't know how come he didn't well, get Keenan Allen's not there. That makes a big difference. Jay, what about what Key said about when you acquire a guy like Russell Wilson, it's when it's a, he's going to put you over the top. Whatever you think of Russell Wilson, he's better than what they had. But we had Mark Schlereth on this show tell us, who's watching it very closely in Denver, tell us even Aaron Rodgers wouldn't have put them over the top, right? So what about the fact that, that they, they're just not where they thought they were? So for... When you think about this for the Chargers, Pro Bowl center is out. Pro Bowl left tackle is out. Top wide receiver is out. And yet Justin Herbert finds a way to win it. So, okay, I mean, look, Russell Wilson has 15 pass completions. How many did Justin Herbert have last night? You know, 37. Yeah, threw it a million times. But But 37. Well, Russell Wilson's not Justin Herbert. That's my point. That's my point. You, you at least need somebody to do something key to help your team get over the top. Yeah, I, I would say that they defensively in Denver, the thing that they do, Russell Wilson, they should do with Russell Wilson is the same thing you do with every quarterback when you have a top-notch defense. There's a certain plan. You're going to run the ball. All I need my quarterback to do is be 17 to 23, 200 yards, and a touchdown. Run the football. Instead of trying to allow Russell Wilson to throw the ball all over the lot, and he didn't have that many attempts last night, but they never really got the running game going to a point where I always feel like you have to run the ball regardless of the yardage. Attempts are key. 
you attempt to run the football. Keep them honest. You got to keep chew it, up the clock. You got to keep it honest yeah. and chew up the clock. Yeah. And I don't think Nathaniel Hackett has been able to do that in understanding Russell Wilson's success in Seattle was all predicated on them running the football and that defense playing good. Okay, this whole Russ Cook media fascination built it up as if he was the top notch. He's going to go 35 or 40 for 350 yards. That's just not him. Accept yeah, but, it. But just Keith, accept it. I'm not paying my quarterback $250 million well, you misevaluated what you had. to be Cooper Rush. No, but I'm not about to, to be Cooper Rush, what man. About to you misevaluated be, the situation. What about to be some version, even if it's a lesser version, of Matt Stafford last year in the sense that – what Key is saying, like, so why spend all that resources, all those resources on a quarterback? Because if he has better talent than your average guy, and you do what Key says, you know, the 21 of 27, whatever it is, for 212 yards, two touchdowns, something like that, a touchdown, no picks, in the key moments of the game, the more talented quarterback can make that third down play, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. What about, like, that's, that's, I agree with that based I, on what I've seen so far. I would agree with that, too. But uh, did you see the way Jared Judy and company were looking at him last night on the sideline? <laughs> this is this multiple games now where I've seen teammates side eye side eyed. Yeah. Well, because when you when you come with a lot, Jay, and you come with a lot and you're doing a lot and everything, people can see that, and sometimes it rubs individuals the wrong way. And he's not playing the best football right now. So they certainly are going to side-eye. Top recruit Jay Williams, if you come into Duke and you're not doing anything, guess what your teammates are going to do? But so then when I listened to a podcast the other day, Richard Sherman podcast, and he's talking to Marshawn Lynch, Marshawn Lynch, right? And Lynch is talking about, yo, if I can't call you directly, I don't have his I'm not rocking with you, Saw right? I, I, and then yeah. Richard Sherman is like, yeah, you have to go through his manager. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine a teammate? Now, this is on a podcast. A teammate like, yo, call me, but let's connect through my manager. Like that's there's what no I have everyone do. I know that. Do, but that's what happens with you and me. What's the difference? Yeah. Yeah, but my, my manager connects me directly to you on the three-way call. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Sit there and tell me, hold on. Let me see where Jay is at. Jay right there on the couch. Like, come on, man. Seriously, I called you. Got, you, have, you have Jay, no, do you have Jay's number yet, Key? I'm still looking well, for it. Well, I don't know what number it is. Let me see. I don't yeah, know exactly what that's number a third it is. Cell phone. Is this <laughs> is this is this your number, Jay? Be a part yes. of Keyshawn. Hey, hey. Be a oh. part of Keyshawn J. Willemax Nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of a nice cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. Rex Ryan says more quarterback news. Tom Brady doesn't seem all in this season. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! 
Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. Wellness check on my boy Max Kellerman. Max, mm-hmm. uh, the game got a little rain delay yesterday. Yankees-Guardians elimination game for your Yankees. You, you feeling okay? We're I feel like there's still a alive. Of- I feel great. I could <laughs> have come old- in here this morning and we're, it's the season's over. We're still going. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what. The only thing I really wish is last time I looked at the clock when they still had an announced it was 927. Uh-huh. And, I'm going, and at a certain point, I'm like, you know what? Okay, it's a football night. I'm not watching baseball tonight. That was it. And it took a little too long to make the call. But it actually might work out in the Yankees' favor. I don't think they're going to start tie-on. Tonight, because now you have Nestor on extra rest. You have, mm. you know, although like so hard to say, maybe it's better to have Nestor in the bullpen and get those high leverage outs because he's he's better than Tyon. Although Tyon's okay, so like let's see what happens with the pitching staff and all that. But we live to fight another day. That's the main thing. Yeah, but if you if you go if they go with Nestor on rest, mm-hmm. when will he be able to pitch again? In the you next series. You got to factor in that. What do do or die right now, though, brother. Yeah, but but you may not get him until what day or what game in the next series. I'll tell you what. I would think you would want to start him. I would think you would want to start him. In game two, maybe. But we got Seve, so with Cole and Mm Seve, Nestor can start game three easily. But I like the idea of Nestor out of the pen because I want the dude I trust the most to get those high leverage outs. So, in, in other words, not a save situation. Save situation's overrated. It's not a bullpen game. But, but uh, oh, oh, if it was Tyon starting, he might have only gone, I don't know how many innings, but he might have only gone, he might have been an opener more than a starter, right? Like, in other words, you open the game, but you yeah. may not pitch yeah, many him, innings. Give him three innings, two, two innings. In, he can in, go a little harder and, and, and you know, with his, with his best stuff. And Do you think if you guys lose this game, could this be the end of Aaron Boone? Hey, man, he's a Trojan. I know. He's been I mean, around. You know, I know he's been around Managers for, for sometimes a it turns into just kind of what they call white noise. See, white noise is harmless noise. <laughs> it, tur- it can turn into that. It can turn As into that after a while. Noise. Right. I mean, you heard it's white well, noise. The man it's has harmless. a point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that? Oh, that's just white noise. It's fine. It's good. It cancels out everything. It cancels out everything. It's good everything. Uh, <laughs> but after a while, that could, what, what could happen with a manager and, and guys kind of tune out. Yeah, I think he'll be fine, though. He'll win. I think the Yankees will win. It's at home. It's do or die. They've got, you know, they've moved this thing back a day. The rain plays a part. No question. Rest, the, rest the pitching. They're at yeah. home. Yeah. They, they're coming off a win. They, and they have the better team overall, top to bottom. Oh, I really hope you guys it. lose. Uh, well, I really I hope, really hope win. you guys lose. I no, can't wait to see so help tomorrow. me God. I'm backing you, man. You better get these outs. And get closer. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The fact that I've worked weekends for the last 23 years, I do deserve one day off. I don't think you can go get it at the same level Sundays if that's how you're feeling right now. I don't see where this is the same guy mentally. I didn't play great, you know, and I feel like the stats look a little better than the game. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to change the way he plays. He has to change the way he leads. He knows that the urgency is there for them to get up to speed. I was really disappointed in his comments talking about how Watson and Dobbs, their working receivers, weren't prepared. I put that on him. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down and listen live, and you have us live if you have a phone in your pocket. And now we're on ESPN YouTube. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. It does feel, guys, like this is the year that all the holy cows, man, people are taking shots. Like Russell Wilson kind of exposed now in Denver. Aaron Rodgers, people going at him about... Not, you know, not practicing with the young receivers before the season and certainly not having a typical season for Aaron Rodgers so far. Tom Brady. You know when people start taking shots, not me saying the cliff, <laughs> not me. but other not people. Me. <laughs> what other people. Clean it if, up. Because, you know, I'm the one who said cliff years ago, but no one else says, don't take Tom Brady's name in vain. When everyone's like, oh, Tom doesn't look good. Why? He's, he's showing up his offensive lineman. He's not leading the right way. Then you're like, oh, wait, is something changing? No one could talk bad about Tom Brady. Their Tom tongues Brady would catch on fire. Done. <laughs> Listen to Rex Ryan saying Tom Brady doesn't seem like he's all in this season. This guy's been the, the, the greatest teammate ever, all right? Sacrificed so much for his team. He's always done that, financially, everything. And yet this, not showing up. When I heard he never showed up to a practice in a, in a meeting it, during the season, yeah. th- 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 there's no way. Like, are you kidding me? And then for him to sit, sit out, and I get it. He's trying to get the most out of his teammates. But look in the mirror, Tom. Like, uh, th- this is, are you, are you all in or are you not? Mm. Never heard that one before about Tom Brady. Yeah, Coach Ryan is coaching. He's coaching right now. I, I, I look at Tom Brady and I say it's not that big of a deal that he decided on a Friday. Keep that graphic up, guys. To yeah. go to his owner's wedding and then join the team on a late Saturday in Pittsburgh. It, what do you have to say about the graphic we're showing, though, Key? Look, through six games as a starting quarterback, both Brady and Rodgers have the worst one-loss record, points per game, and total QBR of their careers. That's okay. It's one. It's it's six games out of however many hundreds they've played. And they're oh, that's true. But both of them to start the season are look at that. They're, they they rank in the bottom half of the league 
except Brady QBR is right in the middle. But otherwise, both of them are in the bottom half of the league in all the statistical categories. That's true. But I'm not going to all of a sudden attribute to him not being there as a reason that his numbers are like that. You know how many players miss meetings because they have to go do things? How many players miss walkthroughs because they have things to do? It doesn't it doesn't factor in. I mean, people are looking at it and saying, well, the reason Tom Brady is playing like this is because he went to a wedding. No, they're just not good right now. Yeah. They're not good right now. Guys, I'm looking at guys running routes. Guy throws a guy a screen and pops off his hands in the air. Guess what? That incompletion he gets charged for. I'm looking at another route that should have been a dig. Looked like the guy was running the skinny post. Brady was throwing an in cut. And, and so – for whatever reason, they're not on the same page. Maybe because he's not at practice. Oh, God, stop. I, I'm, I'm not a subscriber to Rex Ryan saying that he's not all in. I mean, I, I think Tom Brady is all in. I think he's dealing with some other things Absolutely. as well. I agree. Right? Um, but it's not a good look currently the way things are stacking up. But if the question is, who do I have more faith in, it's Tom Brady. First off, because of the division. You mean between Brady and Rodgers. Between Brady and Rodgers. The, the division here, right? I, I think Minnesota's going to win NFC North, right? I think that's going to be a challenge for the Packers just because of their receivers coming along. And I also say, because Tom Brady has shown me who he is and the way he leads. You may not like it. I may not be a big subscriber to him yelling at people considering he did miss that day of practice. But there's something about Aaron Rodgers being a little bit more passive-aggressive in that approach that I do not like as it relates to leadership style. Well, there are results throughout their careers. Brady gets more out of a team. He was with Belichick for many years, and then he went to a but great also, Bucks team. But still, Max, also, it's, yes, you know more. what I'm talking about. Like, the kind of, like if Key don't like something about somebody, he'll say it to your face. There's right. other styles where it's like, yeah, a little bit passive-aggressive, or I say things, and it's a little bit of a slight, a little bit of a back well, Everybody's different, though. I know right? everybody's different. That's what I'm saying. I like... Tom Brady okay, style okay. more than I like Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so Jay is coming out with it. Between Brady and Rodgers, he has more faith that Brady will get it done. He'll get the thing turned around. By the way, Jay, so do I. I think Rodgers will also, but if you're asking me to rank who I have more faith in, yeah. it's the guy with the seven rings. Who do you have more faith in, Key, to turn it around if it's competition between Brady and Rodgers? Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, more faith that he'll turn it around. Tom Brady still got some stuff. That ain't going nowhere no time soon. You mean stuff, stuff. that he's dealing he's with. He's still got some stuff that he's yeah. got to. No one feels bad for Brady. I feel you know, bad for Brady. I feel bad for him right that's now. That's okay. He's going through it in life I'm right not, now. I'm not here. Here again, Max. I get it. I don't care about that part of it. Yep. I just know he's going through some stuff. And that stuff isn't going anywhere. Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand, they can dummy down that offense Help the coach who's probably got a menu this big with a bunch of unnecessary plays on it that he never gets to. Simplify things so Aaron Rodgers is not thinking. The young nucleus of receivers are not thinking. The young backs are not thinking. The offensive line understands their protections without a bunch of just stuff. That's why I think he'll get it turned around before Brady. Here's Tom Brady on Let's Go with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Jim Gray, the podcast, on the Bucks. 500 start through six games. They're three and three. So the sky is falling for Brady if he's 500 through six games. This is this is his comments on the start. We just have not found our rhythm at all on offense. We're not scoring enough points. We're not playing well in the red area. We've been very inconsistent on third down. The game is about points. You know, it's not about yard, time of possession. All those things factor in. But the deciding factor in every game, and this is to point out the complete obvious, is points. Did you score more points than the other team? And in three games we have, another three games we haven't. 
even in the three games we won, we haven't played the way we're capable, certainly offensively. So, you know, we've all are kind of licking our wounds, looking at the last six weeks and trying to do a lot better, having more communication about things that we think we need to do moving forward. And it's going to be a big challenge. You know, we have a big challenge ahead of us. They don't, things don't magically just solve themselves. You know, things have to become solved. You have to put the right time and emphasis into the things in order to improve them. And we got a lot of work to do. Well, at least he knows they got a lot of work to do. Like he said, it's a big challenge ahead. He recognizes that. Is it time for Key to put some respect on the Giants' name? Key's real rankings are next. Hold on, who wrote this? Key was the one who had him on the list before everyone was complaining about it. <laughs> First, least, this who, were who writes it after you said it? That, because <laughs> because usually, usually, usually the the tease is is proper, right? So I could just read. It's called a tease in the business, Jay, where you, you tease what's coming up. Yeah, I look down. I like wait a minute. Keep putting respect on the name. Jay, who's a Giants fan, and I'm a Giants fan. We're like, they're too high on the list early on. Anyway. I want I top five. Here. I want top five, Max. Uh, you want top, top oh, five? Oh, for I forgot. Oh, this is what it is, Jay. Bing bong. Shannon, our producer, is also a Giants yes. fan. Top five. And he wanted them higher on the list. We're Got all it, Shannon. Got it. How's your system working out? Did you find a paper yet? Of course I found the paper. There Don't be it ridiculous. Is. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Key's Real Rankings are brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies Advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Key, what you got? Well, let's start off first. Last week, I had eight. Now, this week, I only got five. Last week, I had the eight, but now I'm paring it down to five. Baltimore, You're Dallas. You're talking about the best teams in the NFL. The best teams in the NFL. Baltimore, Dallas, Buffalo, Kansas City, and Philly were part of that eight from a week ago. But now we're going to start a whole new list in week six. The teams that have the ability, as we stand today, to win it all. Yates, take it off. Number six. Number six, you should be happy, Max. Your team was sitting at eight last week. The New York Giants, they move up to number six. Yay! Pretty good. With a 50-1. to one. Odds to win it all. They've certainly been playing great football. Daniel Jones looks like he's bought himself a new contract. We'll ask Mike Tannenbaum, our general manager, what he thinks. Saquon Barkley as well. The defense is playing solid with Wink Martindale. They've get, they're getting the job done in New York all the way around. Number five. Number five. Okay, look. Let me explain this to you. 
The Dallas Cowboys sit at five. I understand Cooper Rush was the guy for a long period of time. They lost to the Philadelphia Eagles. Cooper Rush couldn't compete. He turned back into the pumpkin. Mm. The rotted pumpkin, no question about it. Three interceptions. Clock struck midnight. No glass slippers. The Dallas Cowboys sit at five, 22 to one. I think Dak Prescott gives them a much better chance to win it all when he comes back against the Lions and the Bears. Number four. Number four, the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs dropped from two to four because they lost a really – I could have kept them at two and been fine with it. They lost a tough one to the Buffalo Bills. Very easily could have won that game, could have went either way. You, We all thought this was going to be last year's playoff game. Whoever had the ball last was going to win. Certainly Kansas City felt that way. Patrick Mahomes throws the interception in the end. They are seven to one odds to win it all. Number three. Number three, Jay's team, the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Now, I don't know how. One of his teams. My team. I don't know how real Minnesota is, yeah. if they're real or not, but they have a two-game lead over the Green Bay Packers in the Norris division of the NFC. So let's see what they are. They're 15-1 to win it all. At some point, I feel like Kirk Cousins will ex- eventually <laughs> turn back into Kirk Cousins. Right. <laughs> Number two. Number two. The Buffalo Bills, Archer Park, Ralph Wilson Stadium, whatever you want to call it, they're getting it done. Bills Mafia, Josh Allen and company, we saw them play against Kansas City. For a guy that's this big, this powerful, this strong, he's out there just cooking in the defense. The the, the acquisition of Von Miller, something that they needed to go get Patrick Mahomes a year ago, certainly has uh, this year from a year ago, certainly has paid off for the Buffalo Bills. They sit at number two with plus 280 to win it all. And then number one. Let me hear Number it. one. Pat should be happy. Costello, number one. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. How can you complain about what Jalen Hurts has been able to do, both on the ground and in the air? He's getting the football to a multiple of receivers. They're playing defense, solid and sound. Nick Sariani, everybody laughed at him in his press conference a year ago. But, but so far, so good. The only thing he's done is taking a team to the playoffs in his first time as a head coach. And now it looks like they're going to have home field advantage as it stands right now throughout the playoffs. That doesn't mean you're going to get to the Super Bowl. But I'm betting my money on Jalen Hurts to get this $300 million deal next offseason. $300 million. He's a pocket Josh Allen. Oof, why not? Him. Why wouldn't you? $300 million? Why wouldn't you? You got to pay him. It's the market, baby. Damn. It's the market. You know, Lamar is sitting there going, hold on. Everyone's hold, getting hold up. Money. Hold up. Well, Lamar, Lamar's Lamar's going to get his money. But then Jalen Hurts will get his money, yep. too. Everyone's going to so get everybody's paid. Everybody's going to get them. You going to pay Justin Herbert? Yep. You going to pay Joe Burrow? Yep. Or are you going to pay this guy, Jalen Hurts? Yep, absolutely. They're all going to be close yep. to 300. Yeah, I'm, I, I even want to pay I, Daniel Mike's Jones. Mike's never done a million dollar deal, I, so he's like, oh, my God. My mind is blown. I'm sitting here looking at Mike looking for confirmation, and Mike is not saying anything. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, listen, Mike is Mike Tannenbaum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if, 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 if Deshaun Watson is at 258, and then Lamar's going to come in somewhere above 264. that. 264. And then well, the but, next guy's going to come in somewhere yeah, 275, there. But, but then the next guy's going to come in you somewhere. Would, you would think Lamar would, would, it, like, would garner higher pay because of being an MVP, because of carrying the load. Too. He's been around Like The resume feels like it's more conducive to him yet. making more than right. a guy going off his rookie contract. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider, is here. What do you think about Key's real rankings first, Mike? Well, the one thing that jumps out to me, Key, is – who you don't have up here in Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers and Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, and you have the New York Giants above them. I mean, imagine if the four of us were sitting here in August and and actually having a conversation. One team is 5-1, and one, and those two legends look like they're on the back end of things. Yeah, it, 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 the Green Bay Packers, 
they couldn't possibly be on this list the way they look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Where the Giants, on the other hand, they actually look like a football team. They actually look like they're being motivated by a coaching staff. They actually look like they have some promise in them. You know how it is. Everything's not going to be star power, right? Guys turn into stars. They're not stars right now. But sitting at 5-1, and one, they're not 5-1 and one because they're not good. They're 5-1 and one because they've done everything right. Mike, I want to dig into an issue I have with this list off the top. And oh, I know God. that we have multiple Philadelphia Eagle fans here. And I, I get when you look at their, their ability, they win in a variety of different ways. I, I see their wide well, receiver Jay's core. Uncle's I see cousin's their roommate I see lives their, in Buffalo. I Go see ahead. their O-line. I see all of it. But I look at their wins versus the Lions, the Vikings, Commanders, Jags, Cardinals, Cowboys. I get it, even though their defense turned Cooper Rush, as Key said, into a pumpkin. But I look at the wins that the Bills have had at Rams, the Ravens, the Chiefs in the showdown. It just feels like the quality of competition, they've shown me that they can beat the top-tier teams. Now, it doesn't mean the Eagles can't. But that's why I would have the Bills ranked number one as opposed to the Eagles number one. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I mean, obviously, they would be the two favorites right now. I think what's going to be interesting, though, is, like, who else could step up in the NFC, guys? Because somebody else has to challenge the Eagles and who's going to be. Right now, it's all question marks. And I was at the game. I I did the game for ESPN Radio. I was in Pittsburgh, and Tom Brady, like, really looked old. He didn't convert a sneak. He had time to rush for a first down. He looked old. And Green Bay has a lot more – questions and answers so my question is like who's really going to compete with well, the eagles this year why not the giants because they don't have a number sure one agree, receiver let's make sure you agree with me. so you have the bills number one if that's <laughs> what you're saying to me hey, there hey, you go hey, okay great great Mike, moving on Mike, yes that's, Mike, well those are the two top of the conference you know, no, i got two by uh, bills number one that's you I just want know confirmation. and i know you are what your record say you are son yes sir period but but key let me ask you a question as a former wide receiver at a very high level the new york football giants are averaging 159 yards in the passing game per game. I don't know how they would beat Alabama or Tennessee. Juan Dale's starting to look better. He's, he's a rookie. Ju- he is. He's going to sell it. Oh, he he is. Hold right. on. How about this? But listen to this. Think about it for a second. Daniel Jones looking good. And Daniel Jones is not a rookie or a second-year quarterback. He's actually a veteran quarterback who's now in the right position, right? So to make a playoff run, You'd like a veteran guy. He, he is a veteran guy, even though he hasn't been in great positions yet. But now he's in a good position. So you have a defense. You have a defensive coordinator who can do it. You have an, off- you have a, a, an offensive-minded head coach who knows what he's doing, who's protecting the quarterback. You need a receiver, but you have a great running back. Why couldn't it be the Giants who challenge? Because they're passing game. I, unless they go out and get, to me, Odell Beckham Jr. or trade for another receiver – they don't make enough plays in the passing game. I, they deserve a ton of credit. I love Brian Dayball. I'm just saying, like, to really make a meaningful playoff push, if we had a bet today, I would take Minnesota over the Giants just from a standpoint of, like, while I trust Brian Dayball, love what they're doing, just think Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson can make more plays because that's what this game is about. Like, who can make more well, explosive plays? I, I think they're making more plays because they're asked to make more plays opposed to the Giants. The Giants' philosophy and style right now seems to be running the football, trying to figure out the defensive side, closing things down. And then if they want to push the ball down the field once or twice here and there, they do it. Where Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, that's really all they do. They're going to throw the ball all over the lot. So I think it's more about that this is what the Giants want to do. Yeah, and Daniel Jones is outplaying guys in the fourth quarter. He's playing very well late in games. But, Mike, watching watching the Vikings against the Saints, and I said if there's a year for the Vikings to win their division, it was this year considering what Aaron Rodgers had to go through. But watching them against a depleted Saints team, it doesn't give me the most confidence when I watch the Vikings play, though. It's not like they're 
running away with games. I mean, they are finding ways to win these games that they lost last year, and that says something, but these games are very close. But, but that's the same point we're making about the Giants. The Vikings are 5-1. and one. Like, they're a very quiet 5-1. Yeah, and one. they're quiet 5-1 just like the Giants. All right, Mike, we, we've got into several topics already today we want you to weigh in on. First of all, Rodgers, Brady are having, both of them, the worst seasons of their career through six games. Like, statistically the worst, and I think we'd all agree, yeah, that they've never looked this bad through six games. For different reasons. Who do you have more faith to turn it around in, like, Rodgers or Brady? Well, I would say Tampa Bay because I really believe in Todd Bowles and that Tampa Bay defense, and I think they have a chance to get healthier because of Julio Jones. And if I'm them, I'm calling up Rob Gronkowski, and I'm saying, look, Rob, the answer is yes, you're coming here, so let's just fill in the blanks. How much money? You're going to practice one day a week. You're playing third down red zone, 25 plays a game, but we need you for the last – Two thirds of the need season. Need a red zone target. Yeah, and and their division to me is really down. You know, mm-hmm. New Orleans is struggling. Carolina fired their coach. Atlanta's a little bit of a surprise, but they have a pretty low ceiling. So I, I do like Tampa, but I must say, like seeing Tom Brady live, he 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 did look old. Mm. How so? He he, you know, he was never a great athlete, but he used to have like at least quickness within the pocket. Certainly, always converted sneaks. He had a chance to run for a first down. He turned it down. Um, he just didn't look as quick-footed, and it just—he was just a little bit off on some of his throws. Like they were—they were lower than usual, so his accuracy wasn't the same. So, Rex Ryan—I don't know if you're familiar with his work, uh, Mike—a world-class bloviator, <laughs> ESPN NFL analyst on Get Up said the following about Tom Brady: This guy's been the the, the greatest teammate ever. All right, sacrificed so much for his team. He's always done that financially, everything. And yet this, not showing up. When I heard he never showed up to a practice in a, in a meeting it, during the season, yeah. th- 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 there's no way. Like, are you kidding me? And then for him to sit, sit out, and I get it. He's trying to get the most out of his teammates. But look in the mirror, Tom. Like, uh, th- this is are – you, are you all in or are you not? What do you think, Mike? I think it's totally fair. And, you know, I would defer to Key and Jay Will, like, from being in the locker room, like – when you are barking at your teammates and you're expecting a lot out of them, it starts with yourself. And, you know, Tom Brady's made a career being the first one in, the last to leave, sacrificing what he's put in his body. Uh, he was really beyond reproach. But when you're not there on a Friday night and a Saturday, like, look, there's nothing Tom Brady's going to learn in that walkthrough that he doesn't know backwards and forwards. But the optics are awful when I'm saying, hey, I need you and you to sacrifice and, you know, not go out certain nights of the week and be careful what you put in the body, and I'm going to give you the same commitment back, and you're, you know, not traveling with the team. It's not, to me, it wasn't about the game plan. Clearly he knows the game plan, but the perception isn't what... Perception I, I, with his teammates. You correct. Mean. Yeah, and that's where I think mm-hmm. I totally agree with Rex. Yeah, see, the optics of one thing. Mike, Mike said it, I said it already, y'all. He created the damn game plan, so he knows it. I don't have a problem... In his last year, let's assume that he's going to his owner's wedding. I don't have a problem with that at all as a teammate. It's fine. It's Tom Brady. Great. But one thing you better do is when we come to play on Sunday, you better come to play. Because if you don't come to play, don't be looking at me sideways when you're throwing the ball and dribbling the ball at my feet. Because I'm going to take issue with that. Okay? It's great that you went to 10 Super Bowls and you won seven. Ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm talking about Sunday. Don't let it go viral on social media where you're you're yelling at me in front of everybody. Because, see, if it was me, I would have said if your ass was here on Friday and Saturday, you wouldn't be needing to yell. 
But see, Mike, this is stuff we talk about in the locker room, and as players, we always pay attention to stuff that's happening. This is the first time that I've noticed that Tom Brady's laundry has been aired out, right? It's been aired out to the public a little bit about what's going on in his personal life. So I sometimes feel like as a former player, you're like, oh, I know this dude's dealing with it and a lot of other ways, and maybe the game's not going right, now he's going to try to disrespect me. Like, I'm like, key. It's the first thing I said the other day. You're not going to disrespect me in public, man, especially while I know you're going through other things. So another topic we've been into this morning already, Mike, is uh, that great offensive performance we saw last night in, <laughs> in prime time with all the touchdowns. Uh, Russ cooking. But let's, let's focus on Russell Wilson. We had Mark Schlereth on the show uh, earlier in the season. Spring. And, 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 and he was talking about, he's watching Denver very closely. He's like, I don't think, and Key's whole thing is, they're not a Russell Wilson away from a Super Bowl. Schlereth said, they're not an Aaron Rodgers away from a Super Bowl. So Key's thesis here is that the issue in Denver is they weren't as good. They didn't have the pieces on offense that they thought they had, right? Where are you on Russell Wilson and Denver? Uh, a couple of things come to mind. One is their offensive line. And look, everyone's dealing with injuries, but they lost a pretty good left tackle in Garrett Bowles. Russell Wilson, to me, lacks confidence, which is shocking for somebody that's been in the league, made his money, won a Super Bowl, big trade, but he looks he doesn't look like he's trying to rip the ball. Um, he has to see the receiver open instead of anticipating it. And I think Nathaniel Hackett really is the guy that's slowing things down because last night was a little bit better, but even when they're breaking the huddle, getting to the line of scrimmage, scrimmage the whole offense looks out of sorts. Uh, the Melvin Gordon situation, to me, is really strange. They benched him inexplicably maybe it's ball security uh I think losing Javante Williams is is really significant so um I think the the head coach is learning on the fly he was in a play caller in Green Bay I think that's really apparent and if I'm Russell Wilson I gotta I gotta lead the troops here and right now I I think he's really struggling and um it's surprising to watch. Why would you hire him if you know he's not the he wasn't the play caller in Green Bay? Why would you ever hire him to be the play caller and you're going to pay all this money to a quarterback? And we know that he had some experience in Jacksonville a hundred years ago, but he wasn't the main play caller in Green Bay. But we hired him to be the main play caller. On top of that, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike. The Denver Broncos led the league in rushing last year. Am I correct? They rushed for about 1,900 so. yards or somewhere in there. And I understand. Uh, when you look at Melvin Gordon and, and the other running back, Javante Williams, Javante Williams, Williams. Williams isn't there. But when you come in in a new system, you want to implement your scheme, whether it's zone scheme, whether it's tosses, whatever it is that you want, power O's, whatever it is. Can't you go back and look at the film from a year ago and say, okay, this is what this offensive line and running backs did well from a running standpoint and continue to do those things and implement some stuff that you like in a game plan. And knowing that I got Russell Wilson, I don't need him throwing the ball 30 times a goddamn on game. Key, great example of that is Philadelphia. They kept their offensive line coach, Jeff Stoutland, and Nick Sirianni is like, look, this is what's working. I'll give you another example of it. Like, Stoutland, I mean, that, he, that offensive line's been performing the whole time, to Key's point. You identify the person who's responsible for the production, right? Absolutely. I'll give another great example. It's Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin was reared under the Herman Edwards, Tony Dungy, Tampa 2 zone defense. 
becomes the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have this defensive coordinator, Dick LeBeau. Yeah. The exact opposite. Kept it going. And Mike Tomlin's like, let's keep it going. Keep it going. That's why Mike Tomlin's a Hall of Fame coach. He's going to take his pieces and say, what do we do best? And, Key, I think it's a very fair point to say yes. that we have Devontae Williams and Melvin Gordon. What's going to yes. give us the best chance to win this year? Yes. Well, don't you think they, they went with Nathaniel Hackett because they were trying to get Aaron Rodgers yes. and locked in, and Aaron Rodgers backed it, so they got caught by saying, now we're stuck, and they decided to go with Russell Wilson. It's certainly feels that way yeah, or seems sure. that way that Aaron Rodgers got the dude hired and did dupe the Broncos. <laughs> One million back. percent. It feels that way. Yeah. Maybe that wasn't really the case. I don't but, know. But let's say that's the case, guys. Like, if I'm Nathaniel Hackett, I'm going to come in with the most experienced coaching staff of Absolutely. all time. Absolutely. I'm bringing in former head coaches on both sides of the ball just to help me because it just looks like the whole operation is a little bit off. And a key play in the game, by the way, was a special teams play. Like, the Chargers – Legally, were able to block, block the, into their own yeah, player. And yeah, 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 and that's that, that was caused the, the fumble and yeah, the, yeah, the muff yeah, punt. Just, whatever. Yeah. I, I look at it and and then where's Jerry Judy and where's Cortland Sutton? Oh, they're on the sideline complaining and, I mean, and, and yelling you, at Russell Wilson. When you are explosive like Jerry Judy, you got to figure out how to get him the football, even though he runs like a duck. And then you talk about Cortland Sutton, who's six foot four, some change, two hundred plus pounds. He's playing big man ball, but they never utilize him. You talk about the problems in the red zone. We never had those problems in the red zone when I was with Mike and them. Because the first thing we do, we're going to go 90 fade. We ain't even – 90 fade, man. Let's go. But see, Key, uh, to me – What's 90 knew, fade, Key? Just a fade route. It's just fade 90 route, protection. Yeah. I knew that, Max. I, I want – I just – in case people – I've already teed Key <laughs> well, up on this behind the scenes. Knew that. I've teed but, him up. I want no, you guys explaining would, but, but these Key, things for the audience. Know, we would know – Based on, we would already go into a game plan already knowing I'm the biggest dude on the field. Right. We ain't going to do nothing but throw a jump ball. We're going to throw a fade in the back corner of the end zone. Explain to Jay what a 90 fade is. That goes back to your point about sometimes smaller QBs. Because I knew going into the game last night that both O-lines were depleted. But I felt like I saw Justin Herbert utilize his size and his strength to make plays dealing with the pressure where Russell seems to really struggle with that this year. Yeah, and I'll tell you, the other thing that Justin Herbert doesn't get credit for is his athleticism. You know, the last play they ran on offense, they get blitzed. He runs to his left, buys, a, this morning. buys enough time, makes a nine-yard completion with a you know kicker that's hurt. That was a huge uh, play. Hey, let me ask you this. Did you have a problem at all, fourth and one, on their, I think it was plus 20, plus 25-yard line, fourth and one, beginning of the fourth quarter, instead of taking the three, they went for it and threw a pass. Brandon Staley did. Did you have a problem with that, Mike? Because I certainly did. Yeah, yeah. Take now, the three is what I felt. Yeah, the only question I would have is, like, where was the kicker at that point in time? The kicker the kicker was, I think he was hurt, but he still was kicking field goals. He was hurt, but he was still kicking field goals. He's, and on top of that, he threw the damn ball when, when Austin Eckler was getting five yards a pop. Right. Yeah, no, that, that's totally fair. I, now, look, if you're the head coach, though, like, these kickers, though, they got to drive you crazy. He kicks a field goal, then it looks like he's getting shot. You know, like every time he's on the guy, like, like so. He's laying on his back. hamstring was hurting. <laughs> I, little quad, little quad strain, you know. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider. So Carolina trades Robbie Anderson to Arizona. Disgruntled Robbie Anderson. Do, does that indicate to you a fire sale? Like, is Christian McCaffrey next out the door? 100%, but that started when they let Matt Rule go. I mean, they're, they're, they're in a clear rebuild. Carolina's going to have a top-five pick. They're going to draft a quarterback. They're going to go after, presumably, someone like a Sean Payton type. And absolutely, and Christian McCaffrey to the Bills, let's say. What do you get oh! for him? What do you get for Christian McCaffrey if you're the Panthers? A second-round pick. If Christian McCaffrey's on second the Bills, I'm pick. taking the Bills wow. to win the Super Bowl. That does it. 
That's, that's like a big if piece to add If to you're the team. Bills guys, oh, you're wait, all in. Right. If you're the Bills and you look at what the Rams did last year, OBJ, Von Miller, don't you have to run the same play and say, yes. I want to get the best players I could possibly get to win right now? That's what they're missing, a dynamic, dual threat, running back. And they have running back, Singletary and company, but they're but, so small. But Christian McCaffrey brings that dynamic different. kind of play style that you can play off of for Josh Allen. It's perfect. That's it's got really high. Uh, Josh it's Allen and really Christian McCaffrey is a problem. I mean, listen – Sam Darnold looked good with Christian McCaffrey. You know what Josh Allen would look like? All right, that well, is Baker Mike Tannenbaum. Mayfield had Christian McCaffrey too. Huh? 49ers can use him. ESPN NFL front office insider. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Have the Broncos mm. bought in to Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett? Or is the team just not buying? And if not, what does that mean? We're about to get into it. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Willemax. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2.